You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 46 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. You're just smirking at me. Why are you <laughs> looking at me like that? Um, because we're in the middle of a hurricane right now. and Which is weird because we're in New England. Yeah. <laughs> Hurricanes really aren't a thing up here, but today it would freaking feel like it. Yeah, it's crazy. So we're sorry if you hear like gale force wind in the background. Um, <laughs> I can only filter out so much, so... It's what you get, folks. <laughs> yeah, it just adds to the, the ambiance. The ambiance. You know, just a, it, we're talking about spooky things and like blustery wind in the background. Yeah. It really sets the mood. It does. It does. How, how are you doing? You nice look as and, frazzled as I am. <laughs> nice and relaxed and you oh, know, you just know, enjoying. Oh, you know, nothing going on. Yeah, nothing just, at all. Except, oh yeah, we're moving in a week. <laughs> Seven days from today. Oh. Seven days. What's yeah. that movie? The Ring. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, man. We should we should add that to the list of scary movies we're gonna rewatch during the day. We did. If you follow us on Instagram, we had the you know, two hour <laughs> <laughs> live streaming of the Grudge. The Grudge. Um, it's still scary shit. Yeah. And I was, you know, I'm glad we watched it like kind of middle of day. Yeah. Because you know, I think I woke up at like two a.m. and I was like thinking about. It. I was like, oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I survived. We it was good. We did good. Yeah. We did well. Did well. Did well. Yeah. You did well. Sorry. It's all right. That is, a, that is a grammar pet peeve of mine. It is. So, yes, we are seven days away from our big move. They just came this morning and took your car. Took my car. So That was sadder than I thought it would be. She, yeah, she's en route to Charleston. Oh. <laughs> Special guest, Misha. Let's <laughs> pry the door open. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, so that is en route to Charleston, and we will see a little sexy there. Yep, and our house is in a state of utter destruction. It absolutely um, is. Because they're going to come pack it up, and we're trying to get all our stuff out because we're leaving, obviously, before the movers, movers come. come, and we will be driving for 14 hours with three animals. <laughs> Spread over two days. So hopefully, yes. you know, we're going to do eight hours the first day, and then we're going to go to the hotel, we're going to relax, we're going to not stress out, except yeah. be really stressed out. <laughs> And then we're gonna finish the uh, the final six the or six seven. hours yeah, yeah the next day which will be that'll that'll be better yeah and on top of that you know hey coronavirus yeah. so <laughs> this has been real fun so far yeah so no and you know I hope I hope everyone is doing well out there I know yeah. this has gotten I think crazier than anyone could have imagined it, it would it really is it's it's nuts it is and we hope you're staying safe and washing your hands and staying Wash the hell away from people your hands yeah yeah. As an introvert, it's like a dream come true. Yeah. I'm like, I can't talk to anyone. I'm like, oh well. All right. Sorry, big, I just took a really big swallow. Big swallow. <laughs> of what are you drinking? Your blue Gatorade? My blue Gatorade. Even though we're not doing anything nearly athletic today. <laughs> Sometimes it just tastes good. Do you know what I love? What? And I haven't had one in forever are the Icy's. Like the, is that Gatorade um, or is that? Well, it reminds me of Gatorade because I was like to the blue raspberry, like uh-huh. icy, like snow cone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We call them icies in the north. Ooh, oh, that's a, yeah, icy definitely snow cones. Snow cones, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I always loved the blue. Yeah, I should have crushed some ice and put it in there. Too late now. It's, it's like it's gone. too late. <laughs> There's not much left to. Work I don't with like to there. drink a lot of Gatorade or soda just because of like all the sugar in your teeth and like. Ugh. It gives me really bad acid reflux too. I like, have, I have a to little really, bit of heartburn. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, it does that to me really bad. Yeah. Oh. Worth it. 
worth it. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> what did yes. I get? You were like cringing at it. Celeste can't drink juice because of her no, acid reflux. It's and horrible. I will die. She cringed because I, I do like like a glass of juice in the morning. <laughs> oh, a glass? You can like chug half the container in the morning. <laughs> Fuck off. Calling you out. <laughs> it's true. It's Sometimes true. it's just so refreshing and you just like pound it, pound it, pound it. Yeah. And I got, usually I get like just regular orange juice. Yeah. But I got orange mango tango. And it was so good. Who makes that? Is it Minute Maid or? Uh, no, it was um, New and Zone. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Organic. Yeah, so go get you some. It's real good. It's fucking good. Mishka, get. Mishka. Time out. Pause. Time out. Okay, time and back in. Back. <laughs> Mishka assaulted our comforter the other day. When we say assaulted, we mean peed all over it. Yes. So. Like, if anything is on the floor out of place, Mishka loves to attack it. So we were changing the sheets the other day, and... Celeste, you had put the... <laughs> Sorry, there's like an actual like gale force wind like pounding our house. I'm like kind of concerned. Go on. Um, and you had put it on the floor and like it wasn't even on the floor it was to change the sheets for not even 10 seconds. Before and he, he like started on peeing on it. And we're like, okay. So we washed it, but we can't dry it because it's too big. Usually we have it dry cleaned, but yeah. coronavirus. So yep. we did it ourselves and it's just drying in our sunroom on like a big drying yeah, rack. Yeah, and of course he sees himself in. <laughs> And he was getting ready to assault, but I have my eye on You cannot Shame have Sheila. any peace when you have animals, I'll tell you that. They're, I'm sure they're like children. They yeah. test every nerve you have. Yeah, listen to that wind. This is insane, y'all. Yeah. I, I wonder if they can hear it. not our last podcast episode, like, <laughs> where we get blown away. Maybe um, it'll just pick up the whole house and just blow it to Charleston. <laughs> Wizard of Oz style, just pick it up. Start clicking your heels together. Yeah, right? right? With my luck, it would drop the house on me. That'd be <laughs> the end of it. It's true. No, so, and I think we're recording this episode a week out, so when you guys are actually listening to this, we will be en route to Charleston. Yes. So, pray if for you us. pray, pray. <laughs> if you light candles, please light a candle, because <laughs> I guarantee you, we will be stressed out. Yes. To the max. But this is our last episode recording in Massachusetts. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's kind of sad to think about. Uh, Man. Dang. We started the podcast here. We did. Aw, that'll um, always be kind of a soft spot. I don't know. Don't get all teary-eyed. No. <laughs> no. I think we're actually coming up on our year soon. I don't, I don't I need to go back started. and look. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. It was like spring because we did summer podcasting because remember yeah. we'd fight with the crew team. That's right. Rowing That's by right. our house yeah. every weekend. And then we'd be sweating our asses off by the end yeah. of it because there's no AC in here. Yep, won't miss that part. Nope. Central air. Central AC. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'll have to go back and look because we'll have to do something fun. I'm going to kill him. I'm not going to kill him. (laughs) Time out. Oh my God. (laughs) We're never going to get through this episode. Time back in. (laughs) Sorry. 30 pound Maine Coon cat is like trying to claw through. Oh my God, turn around. Turn around. (laughs) And now he's just glaring through the window at us. Oh my God, he's going to pee on something. He's going to pee on something. I can feel it. I can feel it. All right, y'all. Okay, well there's a second time out. I wonder if they can hear the like pauses. That we're doing who the the folks are people the people probably <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry if we sound like hot messes it's because this week we are we are absolute hot messes but we're not giving up on giving you episodes no so we're gonna we're try gonna... to not have a missed week during all of this right and so the good news is y'all may be getting some uh, guest content episodes yes. because we will all be living at my parents house for a while. <laughs> quarantined <laughs> quarantine it's the quarantine wine mixer it is the fucking quarantine wine mixer <laughs> it is true yes so i've got my four days left 
of you work are, with my yeah. little babies. You're winding down. So that will be sad, but yes. I'm excited. I'm ready to just go now. Mm-hmm. I'm ready, like... I will be ready when we are, like, crossing into South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> I am not looking forward to the drive, but, you know, we've done it with three animals before. We know that, like, we have figured out exactly where each animal has to go in the car for mm-hmm. it to work. Yeah. Um, it's very strategic. I will say that. But, you know, we're good at it. Yeah, we are good at it. We've done it before. <laughs> this is the first time we're going to be stopping. Yep. Move, yeah. And staying in a hotel. But, you know what? I... We're going to do it. We're going to be just fine. Yep. Yep. That's what we just keep telling her. It's going to be fine. <laughs> this is fine. This is everything's fine. Yes. Man. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yes. All right. Well, now ready to... I think... I think he's gone away. Yeah. He's given up. Okay. <laughs> do you want to start my... So, you have two kind of stories that you're going to go through. Yep. Um, and I have one big one. Big dude so story. This is wrapping up our kind of the hella haunted, hella haunted for so, now. I think we can definitely visit again to this yeah. kind of like hella haunted. I think we talked about maybe doing Hawaii and Alaska, but I don't remember oh, that's what right. consensus we came to. So this I, may be the let me penultimate. Reel back in. I'm gonna reel it back in. This may be the penultimate hella haunted <laughs> episode, but we'll see. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I think that you should start so we don't get interrupted. Yes. Or we don't interrupt. My kind of long one. Sure, and I wanted to say this as well, and I, I don't think I've told you about this yet, so you're going to get this news Are you popcorning me? I'm not popcorning okay. you. I got an email the other day, and I meant to tell you about this, so I'm sorry, but I felt like it was important to put in the episode. Um, a lovely listener named Beth wrote in about the Hella Haunted West yep. episode, um, in which I covered Sarah Winchester in the Winchester Mystery House. Yes. She linked a really interesting article that I will be sure to, we can put it on Facebook and on Instagram. Okay. Um, because basically it talked about the fact that, you know, that obviously when you think of the Winchester house, you think of like the spookiness mm-hmm. and the legend that kind of surrounded Sarah. But um, a lot of people have realized now that she, you know, the house may have been so eccentric because it was kind of like a playground for her to really test, like developing new architecture, like ideas. Your mom's calling. We're well, not going to make it through this episode. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll call her back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, the you know, not as much that she was haunted per se, but, you know, she was a woman with, you know, an incredible amount of money and was using that money to really explore her interest in architecture. Interesting. Um, and I really respected that A, Beth, you know, reached out and mm-hmm. wrote that to us because we always, you know, want to hear your opinions on yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't agree with something, we want to know. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was really important to point that out about the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, we'll link the article so that you can read it. But um, thank you, Beth, for yeah, writing that's that super in. Cool. We really appreciate that feedback. Does she and live there, like near there, or just near? I don't a lot think about so. It. I okay. think cool. she had recently seen the article and wanted to pass it along. So super yeah, cool. we're all about sharing sharing the knowledge yeah. around here. Good stuff. So I wanted to put that out there. Yeah, we get going. It's so fun. It is. Yeah. All right. My turn. Tickle the ivories. I think that's for playing pianos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'm about your ear holes. No, I think it's like tickling the ivory, like the ivory keys of a piano. <laughs> if I had a piano, I'd, I'd play, even though I don't play piano, but you know, whatevs. <laughs> I'm just going to sip my Gatorade now. <laughs> All right, so we are talking today about... I thought your ivories were ear holes. I don't think they are, but... Yeah, we know. You can Google it if you want and find out. (laughs) No, I believe you. I think that's... I've always heard it referred to, like, piano playing. Fine! (laughs) Move along! Okay. (laughs) Everybody knows I'm the dumb one. (laughs) I don't like that at all. All right. Hello Haunted Midwest. Got it. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
So the first place we're going to talk about is uh, called the Griggs House, and I say house in air quotes because it is a mansion. <laughs> yep. Um, it's called the Chauncey and Martha Griggs House, and it's located at 476 Summit Avenue in St. Paul, Minnesota. Minnesota. I have never been to Minnesota. <laughs> Me either. I, I can't say I've ever been there, but this house looks gorgeous. It's got the coolest shape, though. The state of Minnesota. What's it? I don't know what this... It looks really it looks cool. Like. It's, like, really, like, jaggedy. It looks like a mountain. My geography sucks. I'm, like, I know the East Coast quite well. <laughs> After that, it just goes blank. Let me see. Thank you, American is Public it? Schools. Like, oh, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Good state, too. All right. So, the Griggs House was built in 1883, mm-hmm. and at the time, it cost around $35,000 to build, which is... I'm sure equivalent to millions now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was designed by a man named Clarence Johnston, and it the house itself is huge, but it also includes a carriage house behind it that was originally used as the workshop when the Griggs house was being built, as well as the residence next door, mm-hmm. um, which belonged to Addison Foster, and we'll talk about their relation to the Griggs family in a moment. Okay. Um, so very old, very historic. It's beautiful if you look this place up. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk a little bit then about the Griggs family who lived there. Um, Chauncey Wright Griggs was born December 31st of 1832. Mm-hmm. He was originally from Connecticut. hey New England. Or maybe New England. I don't think we came to a consensus on... I say no, but the rest of the world I think says yes. So From almost New England. <laughs> um, air quote, air, New England. Air quote, New England. <laughs> and he married a woman named Martha Ann Gallup in April of 1859. Okay. Um, and in 1860, the couple moved out to St. Paul. So if you are good with dates, and for some reason I'm not with this time period, we're like right on the cusp of the Civil War at this point. Okay. I believe the Civil War started in 1861 um, because it was around then that Chauncey decided to join the Union Army. Okay. Um, he did very well. He rose kind of rank by rank very quickly. I believe he got to the rank of a colonel. Um and then he resigned in, uh, let's see, he resigned in 1863 when he became sick. Okay. Um, and I couldn't find what actually made him sick, but that's why he left. Got um, it. So after that, he became a merchant. Um, and from what I read, he did a lot of things. Uh, he sold, you know, lumber, coal, um, but everyone kind of, it seems like groceries. Like he was a big grocery store merchant. Like oh, okay. Wholesale. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So made him a lot of money. Um, obviously enough to build that big old house that they yeah. had. <laughs> um, and him and Martha had five children together. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. That's you're busy. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot. So yeah, in that big old house they lived there and they were there until eighteen eighty seven until they moved to Tacoma, Washington for Chauncey to, you know, continue doing his uh merchant business. And Chauncey ended up dying there in nineteen ten. Okay. So the family, it sounds like, did not return back to the house. Got it. After he died. Right. Okay. So you've got this big old house. Um, it, You know, it's so funny when you look at houses and you're like, they must be haunted. Yeah. Because you look at this house and you're like, oh yeah, that's haunted. It's haunted. Like, yeah. It's just, it's kind of gothic looking to me. It looks almost like Eerie. a castle. It's like very brick. Mm-hmm. I'll have to show you pictures. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. But haunted AF. <laughs> Hella haunted AF. <laughs> So, um, essentially after the, you know, Griggs family left and Chauncey died, the house kind of, uh, changed hands a number of times from owner to owner. At one point it was actually bought to become the St. Paul School of Art and it served as that, uh, school building for a while. Um, but it was bought in 1964 by a man named Carl, and I'll 
will probably mispronounce this, so I apologize, Weschke. Okay. Um, and he was actually, he wrote <clears throat> paranormal books. Ooh. So clearly he must have known something so, was going yeah. on at this house. That's fun. Um, so he bought it in 1964. Um, I believe he lived there until he died in 2015. Oh, wow. So he has since passed away. Um, but, you know, he began making these reports really early on of the house's activity. Um, he would, you know, say that he would hear doors closing. He would hear footsteps. Um, and in 1969, he noted a specific encounter where he was in the library of the home and came face to face with a man, the apparition Ooh. of a man, who kind of looked at him and then vanished into the What air. would you do? I would, I would scream. I don't know, but I don't even know if you'd, like, be able to scream, because I think in those moments, like, you're just kind of paralyzed. Yeah. With, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, are you seeing it? Is that real? Is it yeah. not? Yeah. I've never seen a a full body appar- I've never seen really an apparition. No, me either. I guess. I've felt things and I've had things happen, but yeah. like visually no. No, yeah, I would agree. I've heard that's very, very rare to see. Yeah. Like most things are either I see like- stuff out of the corner of my eyes sometimes. Like I'll see like feel like I see remember when I thought I saw someone like peeking around the corner? Oh yeah. Right there and like mm-hmm. I was just like I'd turn my head and it wouldn't be there, but like I swear I could see like a head. Yeah, but you imagine just seeing it like head on, no head way. Head on. Yeah. Like face to face. Yeah, that's crazy. I know, it is crazy. Um, so, you know, obviously he lived in the house a long time. He had all these experiences. There's another person named Delmer Kolb, who was an instructor when the house, um, became the St. Paul School and Gallery of Art. Okay. And he actually lived in the basement of the home for a little bit. Oh, I know. And I'm like, well, that's just problem number one. Because yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> do basements. Yeah. He lived in the basement and he saw one night he woke up in his bed and saw a man at the foot of the bed who vanished upon being Ooh. seen. So we kind of see this, like, pattern of, you know, visual apparitions, which is really interesting to me. Um, And since then, uh, you know, it sounds like investigators have come through the house. Obviously, Carl spent a lot of time in the home and was very interested in the paranormal. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's been pretty well agreed upon that six to seven spirits are in the home that are consistently experienced and seen. Nice. Um, these include a, the former gardener to the, uh, Griggs family. Okay. As it says a civil war general. And I wonder if that's Griggs himself because he was a general in, in the, the union war. army. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the ghost of a child has been seen, um, a thin man in a black suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. Just looking out for Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you scare me no. when you do that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm back, too, so I don't like that. I like to see my surroundings. It's true, yeah. A teenager has been seen in the house, and the family maid to the Griggs family, um, just a trigger warning here, did commit suicide, or complete suicide, excuse me, in the home in 1915, mm. um, and her spirit has been known to be seen there as well. Wow. So it's interesting because, you know, overall I could not find anything, you know, super traumatic about the Griggs family. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I couldn't find records of them dying in the home. Okay. But it's so interesting that this house, it seems more haunted that by the people who supported the family mm-hmm. than the family themselves. Well, if there was, like, a huge-ass mansion, I'd like to hang out there, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, you think about these people worked there, and they spent, like, I would assume a large port, you know, part of their time yep. there. Um, yeah. It kind of seems like their spirits are still... Hmm. Hey, I'm like, if I have to work in the afterlife, I swear. <laughs> I swear I will be pissed. <laughs> no. That makes sense, though. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like anything, like, malicious. It just sounds like they're there and, like, no. kind of just living, like, peacefully together, not really causing yeah, any kinda, major yeah. disruptions. That's good, good yeah. for them. 
Yeah. Good on you, boo-boos. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Have you ever seen, it kind of reminded me, um, did you ever see the movie The Others? Yes. It had Nicole Kidman in it. The thing on the roof. The thing on the roof. Something scared me, I think, in that movie. Oh. It, it was, like, kind of jumpy. Right, and, like, a huge spoiler warning, if you haven't seen it, stop <laughs> listening. It came out a long time ago. <laughs> um, the big plot twist is it's, like, Nicole Kidman and her children live there, and their husband, I think, has gone, like, to war, and it's assumed he's dead. Um, but the big twist is actually that they're dead. It's kind of yeah. like Sixth Sense style, like, twist. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're interacting with all the staff of the home, but the staff are actually still living, and they're the ones that are dead. So they're the ghosts. Weird. It's weird. I'd like to watch it again, because it's yeah. been a... That movie came out a long time ago. Let's do it. During the day. <clears throat> not today, because today's, like, a scary already, day already. <laughs> we're already, like, I need a good, <laughs> sunny, nice day to do that in. Yes. Yes, so that is the Griggs House in like St. That. Paul, Minnesota. Nice. Good yes, one. and if anyone's been there, let us know, because like I said, never been to Minnesota. Me either. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. would like to go. Don't know what yeah, would bring Minnesota me to... Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> true. Lizzo. Lizzo. A true gem. A queen. Yeah. A queen. Do your dainty flip. A flip? <laughs> what am I flipping? Your page. Oh. <laughs> Like, like a look at your hair like, like, like oh like, like, my hair is up in a bun so I can't do that but there's my dainty flip flip good stuff alright All right, we're going staying in the midwest where are we going alright I'm up again going again I think so okay. I, think, I think just go you for got it. a doozer so. and it's on the back too I don't usually oh, go into the back look at yeah. you yeah. mine's a pretty long too yeah this one's that was a, that's a longer one yeah, yeah. alright so this one we're going tickle to tickle the ivories <laughs> tickle the ivories <laughs> going to the state Stop of Ohio. Stop now. What are you doing? Sorry, I thought our, well, okay, our sunroom has leaked in the past and every time it rains really hard I get really paranoid because our computer lives out here and yeah. I feel like I hear dripping and I'm like, where's... Yeah, I heard it. No, I think it's just ticking up here. I think it's on the roof. Oh, okay. I think you're fine. I'm like... As it just goes... <laughs> I know. I'm like, um, I don't feel good having our computer out here. No, but... it's okay. Okay. We're good. We're good. Alright, sorry. I feel like this episode is so... Sucks. <laughs> We're sorry. Moving has put us into a state of panic. Uh, yeah. All right. So we're going to Ohio. Now you're looking. Do you see something? Time out. <laughs> and, and we're back. <laughs> Update. It is leaking. <laughs> Update. We did actually hear dripping. Oh, my God. We found it. And it's contained for the moment. <laughs> Y'all, I promise, higher quality stuff is coming. This is just a mess. Well, you know, it just uh, en- encapsulates our entire shit show of life right now. Yeah. We're going to produce a shit show of an episode. <laughs> just keep drinking. <laughs> yeah. Not wrong. Okay. Alrighty. So, <laughs> back to business. Badass cats. Badass roof. <laughs> Moving. Badass episode. <laughs> yes. Alright, so... Have you said where we're going yet? We're going to Ohio. Okay. Specifically, we're going to Mansfield, Ohio. Okay. Um, Ohio is haunted as fuck. Can we just say that? I feel like we've talked a lot about Ohio. You could do like an almost just Ohio episode and really nail it because there's so much. Yeah. There really is. All I remember is that the melon heads are in Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I remember. But I know there is a ton of haunted stuff out there for sure. Okay. Faux show. So, we are going to the Ohio State Reformatory. Ooh. Also, I believe it's called the Mansfield State Reformatory. I think it has okay. a couple names. 
Um, so just a little bit of background on this place. It opened its doors to housing inmates. It is a it was a prison, yep. essentially, yep. in 1886. Um, it only was closed in 1990 by federal order. Ooh. And at the straight out of 1990. Like you. And you. <laughs> and me. We, oh, we haven't even talked about the fact that you're turning 30 in a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like five days. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fine. <laughs> this is fine. Everything's fine. It's all good. It's going to be a little low-key of a birthday. We weren't planning on, obviously, <laughs> the whole <laughs> pandemic. And, yeah. But it's going to be fun. And then your mom has promised to make... Do a little birthday I something. I dinner, and so yeah. it'll be fine. It'll be good. You're going to be married to an older woman. I will, for six months. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I feel like you've been inter- interrupted way too many times. It's all right. Okay. All right. So it closed in 1990. Caitlin came straight out in 1990. <laughs> um, so at that time, a lot of the buildings on the property were demolished, uh, but the main building has been maintained by the Mansfield Reformatory Preservation Society, okay. um, and they actually do tours now. Like you can go in, like haunted and, tours. Mm-hmm. Nice. They do ghost. Uh, they actually do a ton. They do ghost walks. They do like ghost hunting classes, like where they teach you Ooh, how to investigate. That's fun. And I think if you're like an advanced investigator, you can rent out the space to have your own like investigation. Nice. That's cool. That's pretty cool. I'd like to like. I think it'd be interesting to take the course, like the Would beginner they? course. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, a bunch of tours that you, you can't can... do it. You don't stay up past 9 o'clock. No, that's probably right. I'm like, I'm going to need the abbreviated version, please. Can we have the 10 a.m. class? Yeah, I'm like, can we have the daytime ghost hunting class? Thank you. Um, and if you look at pictures of this place, it may look familiar to you. And if it does, it's because that's where they filmed The Shawshank Redemption in 1994. Love it. Love the book. Love the movie. Yes. Love Stephen King. If you listen yes. to this, you know I... I do. Right. And I think it's funny, you know, it's set in Maine, correct? As everything Stephen King writes is set. I it's in New England, right? I, yeah, I was like, Maine or New Hampshire, maybe, but I de- it's definitely New England. I was about to say, it's funny that they used the location in Ohio oh, yeah. to film, but I guess they don't have any really old-looking prisons that would be picturesque for a movie in Maine. No, I'm not really. sure. None that I know of. <laughs> not the Oxford <laughs> County Jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be quite a movie. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you look at this place, it literally looks like a giant castle. And that's what I remember from the movie. Kind of that, it's kind of domineering, it's austere, it's gigantic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the main building. Have you ever seen, time out, have you ever seen the Shashank? Yeah, I watched it with you. Oh, okay. Remember we did our little Stephen King, like, tour of movies? That's right, I made you watch The Shining. The Green Mile. The Green Mile, yeah. And then we watched Shashank. And It. And It, yeah, Yeah. we watched It too. Oh, good job. You're good. Yeah, you watched Scary Movies. Yeah. I'm getting there. There you go. Slowly. <laughs> but like I said, not today because it's rainy and scary yeah. already outside. <laughs> um, and just a few little, you know, tips about, or not tips, facts about the uh, the reformatory is that the east cell block is the largest freestanding uh, steel block, and it's six tiers high. So nice. it's a, it's a big, big old thing. Yeah. Um, so originally when the prison was constructed, it was kind of thought of, uh, they wanted it to be a place where... Um, not only to just hold prisoners, but a place where they could be rehabilitated okay. to go back into society. Yeah. Um, and in the beginning, this was very successful and very apparent. You know, um, the earliest inmates were able to actually take like courses, math courses, writing courses, vocational trade courses. They could learn how to do, you know, do a job that they would be able to go back into once they left. Mm-hmm. 
Um, on top of that, they ran their own manufacturing facility as well as a print, uh, printing shop, excuse me, from within the prison. That's so that's super cool. You know, it's kind of interesting because I feel like we see this every time we do an episode on the, like, the asylum episode mm-hmm. as well as the prison Prisons. episodes is that... You know, in these places, they're kind of built with good intentions of really being a place where these prisoners can get, um, you know, the skill set to go back and function as, you know, productive members of society. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it always seems like it just never quite works out that way yeah. in these locations. Um, kind of an example of that was that the cells in the uh, reformatory were made to hold one prisoner. Yep. Um, but by 1934, it was so overcrowded that you were seeing two and three men kept in oh. one cell. So obviously crowded. Um, usually when we see overcrowding, we see that the, you know, hygiene practices go yeah. way down. So no. things become unpleasant very quickly. Um, because of this, there was a lot of violence at the reformatory. Um, prisoners had a lot of places where they could hide homemade weapons. Mm-hmm. So, um, it sounds like there are frequently these attacks on prisoners. And when you have them all, you know, shoved into a cell together, really makes it easy for those things to happen. Yeah. So the prison saw a lot of violence because of this. Um, and this was kind of what forced the reformatory to begin moving inmates out to, uh, once they constructed the Mansfield Correctional Institution, a lot of inmates were transferred there to try to relieve the overcrowding Uh and then eventually i believe in um i believe that started in the 80s and then by 90 it was actually shut down okay so you kind of have this history of violence of overcrowding it sounds like life really was not pleasant pleasant (laughs) there and kind of what was originally envisioned to be a place where prisoners could be reformed and you know put back into society did not end up working that way nope So, because of that, (laughs) it's haunted. (laughs) Fair enough. You know? You've got all the ingredients for haunting. Um, So, any thoughts? I feel like I have talked a lot so far. Go for it. Well, I'm about to take the other ivories for a while. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't have any questions. It all makes sense. It's Mm -hmm. sounding, you know, kind of... It makes me want to watch Shawshank Redemption again real bad. Stop looking over there, I'm sorry. Shady I Sheila. I keep feeling like the cat is trying to pry the door open again. He probably is. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'd watch the Shawshank Redemption again. That's it's not really scary. Good. It's good. No, it's not scary at all. No. Is that the one where he digs his way out of there? I don't is remember. It? I really I feel don't. like he digs a tunnel out or something. Yeah. Oh, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Because then he comes he? out into, like, the, like... Sewage pipe. Di- yeah. Mm-hmm. And it looks real gross. Real nasty. And then he goes to Mexico or somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere nice. Yeah, we gotta rewatch that. It's Let's do it. Okay. After we watch Killing Eve, because Killing Eve came back on. Shout out. If you've not watched Killing Eve, you (laughs) need to. But don't do it if you actually need to do productive things, because you'll get nothing done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's so good. Yes, it is. Okay, continue. All right. So let's talk about the haunted areas of the reformatory, because there are many. And like I said, you can take tours. Yeah. There's a lot you can do. Obviously, not right now due to the pandemic, but... Um, you know, if you're in Ohio and you've either done this, uh, you know, let us know how it went mm-hmm. or, you know, if you want to go do it, go do it and let us know how it us. went. Cause I want to know. You go do the scary stuff and then tell us how it was. And you just let me know. <laughs> um, yes. So there are a couple haunted areas. There are many haunted areas within the reformatory, but kind of most well known are the East and West cell blocks or where they were. Um, this was where many murders took place and trigger warning, many, um, suicides were completed there as well. Um, and the basic effect is that visitors who go into these areas will become incredibly upset or inconsolable. Mm-hmm. They just get upset. They feel just this overwhelming sadness and they need to, they need to leave. 
yep. upon entering. So that's kind of one location. Um, the administrative basement is another really uh, well-known hotspot, and it's really thought to hold two spirits. Um, one is benevolent and does not seem to be dangerous or hostile. The other one is apparently very aggressive and mm-hmm. very hostile. And I believe there have been some reports of um, maybe even like physical attacks wow. down there. So That's crazy. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. when I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> Don't touch me at all. Flip. <laughs> all right. Um, and along with these places, there are some uh, kind of notable people who are known to kind of haunt the jail okay. still. So now the, we have a dog barking in the background. So oh, <laughs> Daisy's out. Oh, <laughs> neighbor dog out. <laughs> All right. So one of these um, notable ghosts was the ghost of a woman named Helen, I think, Glatkey. Um, and she was the wife of Warden Glatkey, who served at the reformatory. Got it. She worked. It sounds like she worked or frequently was in the administrative wing. Okay. I, I couldn't find an exact, you know, com- confirmation of that. But the story kind of makes it sound that way. Um, she died in 1950, um, when she was accidentally shot by someone dropping a gun to the floor that fired. Um, and it's said that when you're in the bathroom of this wing, her rose perfume is often smelled. Mm. And that immediately made me feel, think of, uh, Lavinia Fisher from the Charleston Charleston. Because people smell roses too. Yep. It's so interesting how smell is such a powerful Connector, yeah. Like, to the... Life. Well, they even say, too, that um, for the living, that, you know, smelling something can really act as a, a memory trigger. There is... We talked about this, we, uh, I feel we, like, recently. We did, because I was telling you the other day, my my great-grandmother, mm-hmm. Grammy Ada, she had a drawer. Uh, she used to decorate cakes. Yeah. So she'd have, like, chocolates and, like, you know, just yummy stuff in this drawer in a hallway, but she always... <laughs> hid the juicy fruit in there because like my mom would get like super pissed and, yeah like having sugar even Aww. though like she would give us like tubs of frosting to eat but she'd hide the juicy <laughs> fruit those great grandmas man but i remember opening that drawer and just smelling like the yummy like chocolate and like cake stuff and then the juicy fruit and like yeah. just that smell and I, I smelt it like the other day and i was like like i just was like ooh, and it like tra- it brought me right back to like mm-hmm. that drawer and i was like oh like, I, I, I just smelled the drawer like, and i haven't smelled that yeah in, she was 13 when i passed so I mean, I haven't smelled that drawer. She, you just said she was 13 when you passed? <laughs> Are you a okay. ghost? <laughs> I was 13 when she Plot passed. Plot twist. Caitlin's the ghost. <laughs> she has figured out how to podcast. <laughs> I feel like we shouldn't even air this episode. <laughs> it's just too bad. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Anyway, yes. smell. <laughs> Smells yes. are powerful. They can invoke memories. <laughs> no, I feel like I... I'm just going to come back as a fart. <laughs> Probably. Probably. If I die before you, a like, ghost poot. What is the ghost poot? Like, what does that smell like? Oh, it's just Caitlin again. She back. <laughs> she back again. Yep. Yeah, it makes me think too of like my mom, like when she does laundry, because she's mm-hmm. done used the same detergent like forever. Yeah. And it's just like when you smell something that she washed, it's mm-hmm. like it immediately makes me think of her because yeah. I always associate the smell. But Aww. yeah, so it's interesting how that kind of even plays a part in, it sounds like, even after, you know, we pass on. Um, So, yes, people will smell Helen's perfume when they're near the restroom of the admin wing. Um, Her voice is often heard there. And um, what I found kind of funny was that usually visitors, when they go through this area, their cameras malfunction. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. So that is Helen Gladkey. 
The next one is uh, a woman named Phoebe Wise. Mm -hmm. Um, And the interesting part about this is she's not actually connected that I could find to the reformatory in any way. Okay. Um, She's chilling. She's just kind of there, and she's not even in there. She's... Um, she was a local woman who lived in the town. Uh-huh. Um, she went, it sounds like she, you know, went through a lot in her life. She survived, you know, home break-ins. I even read that she, um, apparently killed her own stalker that I think attacked her. Badass. Um, yeah, but, um, had a hard time, it sounds like, maybe recovering from some of the trauma. Um, so it really became, um, a recluse. Didn't really go out much. Um. Well, you know, mm-hmm. when they say, like, negative spirit like if you're doing a ghost hunt and you feel negative like you're going to bring in the negative yeah so i think if maybe there's obviously a lot of negative probably in that jail that that's kind of drawing her towards it ended up there sure yeah. yeah that would make sense um and so she's seen on the road usually heading to the reformatory um and she's kind of a hitchhiking ghost she mm-hmm. will ask people for a ride and you know, either she will get into the car or she'll be going into the car when she just vanishes. So that's kind of interesting too. It's like not only the reformatory is haunted, but the area around Around it it seems to be active as well. Um, and finally my last area, this, you know, it's not a person, but this one really freaked me out when I was reading about this. It's called the chair room. It's in the reformatory because it only has one chair in the room. And I'm like, I already hate this. I I already hate this. Um, So the spirit in this room loves to move this chair around. People will hear it moving. They will put the chair somewhere and the chair will end up in a different location. Nice. Apparently the spirit really does not like people trying to move that chair. And some people will try to put it in the center of the room Mm -hmm. And apparently this really provokes the spirit, um, and they will go back up to wherever this room is, and the chair will be back in the corner. Yikes. Where, I guess, the spirit likes it to be. <laughs> They're very particular about my chair. chair. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it sounds like this is a very uh, negative spirit. It sounds like people have gone in there and either felt just very oppressed or even attacked at times. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very, very active room in the reformatory. Crazy. Which that would scare me. I'm like, That's really I don't scary. Know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> that is really creepy. Yeah. So, that is the Ohio State Reformatory. Good ones. You picked some really good ones. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Ready for it? The doozy. The doozy. I'm okay. Sipping my drink while you wet your whistle. I know. I was talking. You did. You talked for a long time. Okay. So we, I only have one. But it's just kind of a bigger one. So I'm just going to lay it on you. I'm ready. We are going to go to Fort Leavenworth in Leavenworth, Kansas. Sweet. By Dorothy. All right. So. We are in Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Right now. (laughs) Um, So just a little bit of history on kind of the area. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the oldest active United States Army post west of Washington, D.C., Okay. Um, and it's also the oldest permanent settlement in Kansas. Okay. Interesting. Um, historically, it's known as the intellectual center of the army, and we'll get into why, because it just is massive. Okay. Um, still functioning today. Yeah. Um, it was, um, in 1866, it was the base of African-American soldiers known as Buffalo Soldiers. Okay. Because um, they were against the Native Americans. That's where they, the Native oh. Americans named them. Oh, okay. Buffalo Soldiers. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Um, so this was kind of during the westward expansion, mm-hmm. and everybody was heading out west. It was kind of like manifest destiny time. Yes, like everybody was just heading here. Either you were heading to like Leavenworth, or you were stopping there to get to your next okay. destination. So 
pretty much had to pass through there on their way Go, out yep. west. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so obviously just kind of got bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still active for the United States Army. Okay. Um, and so I'm going to just re- I'm gonna rail off everything that the U.S. Army does and okay. has on this. Um, like on the base? Kind of base. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, there, it is the uh, United States Army Training and Doctrine Command, the United States Army Combined Arms Center, okay. the United States uh, Disciplinary Barracks, okay. the Department of Defense's only maximum security prison, Interesting. Okay. the Midwest Joint Regional Correctional Facility, <laughs> the United States Army Command and General Staff College and Foreign Military Studies Office, wow. and... And... A cemetery. Oh, that's a cemetery. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So I had to reel that all off. A lot um, going on. It's very busy huge. Over there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's on five thousand six hundred acres of land. Okay. Has over a thousand buildings in over fifteen hundred quarters. Okay. So she she big. Yes, a big. She one. a big bitch. <laughs> yeah. She she big. She got tempo. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So let's just get started. There's a lot of old officers' houses here. Okay. Um, and it's said that kind of some weird faces will show up. In the fireplaces, and they think it's old inmates that have passed away on the land. Okay. Coming back to, like, haunt, like, the officers and people oh, that interesting. have maybe done some wrongdoing. Yeah. Um, huh. Okay. So, there is um, kind of some more specific ghosts that are hanging out. Um, and this is in the Chief of Staff's quarters. Okay. This is at 624 Scott Ave. Um, okay. In Kansas, obviously. Leavenworth. And they often used to have tea parties here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they report hearing noises of tea parties. What a noise of a tea party is? I don't Are they cheersing? Like clinking, are they, I yeah, guess. Yeah, they're like, stirring the tea, maybe. But, um, and there's no, it's kind of an empty parlor where yeah. you would have tea parties. Right. Uh, but they're empty and oh. people kind of okay. hear the like noises. Like, parties going on. All right, so mm-hmm. we got some ghostly tea parties. Ghostly. <laughs> All right. Um, yes, and so another kind of. Scary little creep. Not that the tea party is scary. That's not scary. But it's when it's not cute. actually happening and you're just hearing <laughs> yeah. it happen. I'm just trying to, you know, it lighten could be it here. Creepy. Yeah. yeah, probably could be. Yeah. Um, the former site of the St. Ignatius Chapel um, was built in 1875 mm-hmm. and it was a church originally yeah. and it was burned down. Okay. Um, the priest that was assigned here, his name was Father Fred. Um, was Father Fred. Father Fred. Okay. He was killed in the fire. Oh, wow. Um, so it wasn't a, con- uh, a con- total, <laughs> a complete total <laughs> loss. Uh-huh. Um, they actually used a lot of the bricks and some structure, like wood structures, yeah. to rebuild a home oh, on boy. the same mm-hmm. <laughs> plot of land. You learned nothing. Literally. <laughs> so guess what? It's hella haunted, right? I'm sure it is. So they built a fireplace in this, they made it a home, now not a church. Okay. Um, and in the fireplace, the bricks still have scorch marks yeah. from the fire okay. that originally burned the church. Oh, okay. And they had bricks inscribed with the priest's names that worked there, and it's in the house is a brick with his name inscribed oh, on it in the fireplace. Tie it all together. Yeah. So Father Fred's hanging out there. Okay. <laughs> um, they, there are reports of seeing a uh, man figure mm-hmm. in priestly robes that oh, walks okay. around the house. Oh, that um, gives me like some black monk house vibes. <laughs> yeah. I'm 
not. He's really him. nice. He doesn't disrupt oh, okay. anybody. Well, he's good. not. He's not like really like being scary. He's mostly seen just walking into the kitchen. Okay. So Father Fred's just looking for a snack. He's just <laughs> hanging out. Just, he he comes know. down from the stairs and like just straight into the kitchen and he'll disappear. Interesting. But, um, okay, I could deal with that. Yeah, I could deal. With he's that. not. You know, he's not fucking he's not, shit up too much. He's not terribly scary. No. Okay. Just you know, doing his thing. Just getting a little peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, just <laughs> getting a snack. Everyone needs a snack. <laughs> Um, okay, we're going to move forward on to... These are kind of little ones, and I have kind of two doozers at the end. Okay. Um, this is the general's residence. Okay. Um, there was a General George Armstrong Custer, mm-hmm. and he was court-martialed in 1876 for leaving his command and mistreating his troops. Okay. Um, and he was found guilty and was given a year's suspension without pay. Um, All right. He was later reinstated where he served in the pretty horrific battle of... Uh, oh, I asked, oh, oh. Little Bighorn. You got it. It's yes. 1876. Yes. Um, he was killed in okay. battle. Um, it was his last stand. No, Custer's yep, last stand. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. Um, but he, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take history I don't remember for 500 <laughs> <laughs> See, you're the smart one. <laughs> so he said to kind of roam around the first floor of the general's residence. Okay. Um, kind of still in his battle gear and like just looking ready to go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So we warmed up now. We're moving on. Yep. Moving forward. To the big ones? Yep. Okay. Um, so the cemetery. Oh, the cemetery. <laughs> Could you imagine? Always the cemetery. Um, so there's kind of the typical what you would kind of associate with any kind of battleground. You're going to see troops walking Soldiers around. Boots kind of stomping. Just mm-hmm. nothing too different from most yeah. other military, you know, cemetery sure. sites. Yep. Uh, but there is a specific ghost, um, okay. and her name is Catherine Sutter. Okay. Um, so there's kind of a tragic story that goes along with this, um, and it happened in the fall of 1880. Okay. Her and her husband, Hiram, and their two children, Ethan and Mary, um, stopped on their way, um, kind of the westward expansion, as I talked about. Yep. They were moving from Indiana to Oregon. Okay. Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> to Oregon. There you go. Um, so they kind of, you know, stopped there for the night, and yep. the children went outside to play, wandered off, and never returned. Oh. So... Catherine, you know, stayed for weeks and weeks and weeks searching. Trying to um, find her kids. Yep. Just Aww. hollering for them, yelling for them. Yeah. Searching the woods. Aww. And so this was in the fall, so it became winter. Yeah. Um, Catherine got really sick with um, pneumonia. Okay. And she passed away. Okay. And at, um, at Fort Leavenworth. Leavenworth. Okay. Um, Looking for her children. Yes. So her husband, Hiram... Um, kept searching but kind of at this point they were presumed dead sure um, you know all the search parties had stopped yeah um there's a there's a big river right behind yeah this whole thing so they just kind of said they, they probably got drowned. swept away yeah and, you know okay. that's kind of what happened mm. so Hiram returned back to indiana he didn't go to oregon okay um so after the winter uh, it became spring and he got a message that his children had been found Alive and well. What? Yeah. They had gotten swept into the river. Okay. And they um, went by a group of, they were called Fox Indians. Okay. And they rescued them from the river. Oh. uh, But they couldn't, because of the winter, go go back. Um, but the children, they kept so they them safe them and, and, and yeah, warm oh. and fed them and then returned them back to the fort because they said we were at Fort 
Leavenworth. Leavenworth. Yeah. And they returned them back, got oh, back a hold of Hiram. That is a very wholesome yes. twist that I can appreciate. <laughs> Yay. The sad part about this is that Catherine had passed away before gone. she had, yep. Um, so she has been seen very often mm-hmm. at the cemetery. Either they hear screams um, of Ethan and Mary, like searching, like yeah. somebody's, you know, yelling, their yelling names. for them. Yeah. Um, or they see a woman, um, dressed in, they call it a calico dress and a black shawl, just like frantically looking around and like darting around trees oh, and, you know, just yeah. still, she's still searching for oh, her, that's sad. her children. Yeah. yeah. Even though they were fine. And yeah. Like, oh, but she was, she's still looking for them. Oh yeah. So that's kind of tough. Sorry, Catherine. Yeah. That would be really hard. That would be really hard. Yeah. That's yeah. Mm. Oh. Okay. Ready for the doozer? Hit me with the doozer. Okay. It's not very long, but it's the scariest. Hit me with your best doozer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the creepiest one, but has the coolest name. Okay. It's called a rookery. A rookery. A rookery. <laughs> I wonder what that means. I don't know. I don't know. Can I Google it you go tell me it. about this? Okay. So this is a duplex. Okay. And it is the oldest house on the base. Okay. So we're getting, you know, off to a good start here. Sure. Um, it was built in 1832 and has always been a residence. Okay. Still is a residence. Hmm. Residence to the living and the dead. The dead. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, it's actually said to be the most haunted house in Kansas. Oh, So okay. not just the, the fort, it's the whole damn state. Um, so there's a ghost of a woman. Um, she's the most prevalent. She likes to hang out a lot with people that live there. Okay. Um, she's got really long hair, um, dark, kind of just. You're giving me ring just, vibes. Right yeah, now. yeah. Like that's that's We're what it's some that, ring yeah. vibes. Like very flowy robes and like okay. long black hair. You know what she likes to do? If you do it to me, I'm gonna yell. I'm not. <laughs> boogie, boogie, boogie. Yeah. <laughs> she comes from the top of the stairs and whooshes down them and gets right in your face and then she disappears. Aww, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> so bring a second pair of undies. Yeah. If you're planning to She's go. not done yet though. Oh, She's not oh, done. That wasn't. She rushes in your okay. into your face, disappears, and then you'll have claw marks all over you. She'll dig her fingernails into you and like tear what? your skin apart. Oh, no. I don't want to live there. No, thank you. No, thank <laughs> nay, nay. You. Nay, nay. No, no, ma'am. Um, there's another scary apparition that has been reported of okay. an old haggard woman um, just looking very frail and like, just like kind of gross. Kind of like the witch in uh, uh, Snow White. That's oh, how I kind okay. of pictured it. Yep. But she doesn't move. She just sits in the corner with her knees to her chest, holding her knees. Oh, I don't like that. And she's chattering. Her teeth just chatter, 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 chatter. Oh. <laughs> Why is she chattering? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that house. Yeah. I'm all good There's on another that. one. <laughs> oh, God. That's like a lot going on in one That's house. I told you. It's a doozer house and okay. people live there. Fuck oh. that. Fuck it, 2020. I'm not going. <laughs> no, thank you. So there is... Um, this kind of recurring habit of a ghost when you go to sleep of a very old man with a very uh-huh. frazzled kind of like twingy hair okay. that when you fall asleep, he grabs your shoulders and shakes you awake and then he just disappears. Oh, interesting. Kind of like, it kind of sounds like poltergeisty to me. Like, mm-hmm. interesting, but I don't like anyone shaking me awake. Don't so. touch me. I think the chattering teeth would scare me the most. Yeah, I don't like, in the like curled up position. Yeah. I don't know chest. why that's like so scary, but it is. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, no, thank you. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Wow. 
well, there's some hella haunted places on Fort Leavenworth. Yeah. That's wow. what I was like reading and I was like, oh, I think I got some good ones. And I kept just like writing and writing and I was like, I'm not doing a second one. I think I just have to no, stick with this one. No, that's a whole lot of stuff so happening. So it warmed you up and then I like hit you hard with the scary one. You did, with the teeth scary chattering. One. And, yeah, that's uh, fucked up, right? No, I don't like that. <laughs> no me gusta. No me, <laughs> no me gusta. No ma'am. Uh, no me gusta with this fucking hurricane out I know. I'm, it hasn't stopped. Is this supposed to go on all day? I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. What a day. <laughs> what a day indeed. <laughs> yes. So I think we've come to the conclusion that the Midwest is pretty hella haunted. Yeah. There's I think Ohio there. is hella haunted. I think there's there haunted is. houses everywhere. I think we haunted should places. do an Ohio like yeah. episode. Because I bet we could. Oh, well, we've covered a lot already, but I bet we could yeah. find a lot more. I'm sure we could too. We yeah. should do that. Yeah. yeah. Man, and you know that we've gotten through our content finally without having <laughs> to break for leaking roofs or you know, cats that are about to pee on things. Yep. Oh, whew, what a ride! What a ride! All right. We'll have to listen to this before we actually put it out. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't know how this is gonna go. <laughs> but yeah, I think we can wrap it up. All right. Our last Massachusetts <sighs> it's podcast. Weird. Sorry, I just Excuse let out a nasty <laughs> I had to hold that one in. <laughs> hold it back. It is. It's odd to think this is our last in the Sunday New England yeah. podcast. Yeah, we'll be coming to you next time from from Chucktown. Chucktown, yeah. Charleston. Man, <sighs> we got a lot to do before the episode. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> um, yes. So let's get her wrapped up, and then we can go back to our moving activities, which we have plenty to do. To do, yes. Well, always come visit me on Facebook. Yes. Um, Girlfriends Podcast. Yeah. And you can also find the merchants. And thank you for everybody that's ordered. We've had kind of a few more. I see we had a few now. Yeah, we did have a few mm-hmm. purchases, so we do thank you. And you can always find us at girlfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. Nailed it. Thanks. Nailed it. And if you want to come see us on Instagram, I will try to be more active with moving. Things have gotten wild. <laughs> um, but that is at Ghoul Friends Podcast. Um, if you want to see us on Twitter, it is at Ghoul underscore Friends. And if you'd like to send a listener story, which we've got a good many now, yeah. so I think we're kind of getting to the point where we could do another episode. Sure. Um, remember that you can send us an email at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Got it. So. Got him. Got him. All right. You yeah. ready? Say, yeah. say goodbye for that. now. That blue Gatorade gave me some heartburn. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go get Caitlin to Tom's. Remember, wash your hands. Uh, try not to interact with a ton of people right now. And please, above all, stay safe. And thank you to all of our healthcare workers who are yes, doing great. their part in keeping this in the front lines. Please. In the front lines. You are definitely on our minds. Yes. So, for now, we hope you have a spooky and spectacular week. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. See you, New England. Bye. Bye, go bye. Bye, go bye.